Allahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to the Cambridge Islamic College podcast. It has been narrated in Sahih Muslim that the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, whenever some people gather in one of Allah's houses to recite the book of Allah and study it among themselves, then calmness descends upon them. The angels surround them, mercy covers them, and Allah mentions them to those who are with him. And some of the most recited verses of the Holy Quran are from the last chapter. These verses are some of the first to be taught to children and new Muslims as well as recited regularly in congregation. So what better way for us to launch Cambridge Islamic College's podcast channel than with Sheikh Muhammad Akram Nadwi's Tafsir of Juz'amma. It is often said that Tafsir requires knowledge and understanding of all of the Islamic sciences and not just knowledge of the Arabic language. Sheikh Akram expertly deciphers the intricacies of these surahs and in his unique and inimitable manner makes them relatable. So, without further ado, let's begin this journey. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم هل أتاك حديث الغاشية So now inshallah I'm going to explain the second surah, Surah Al-Ghashiya. So Surah Al-Ala and Surah Al-Ghashiya both are connected to each other. And that why the Prophet ﷺ in on Friday in both rak'ah he used to read these two surah, Surah Al-Ala and Surah Al-Ghashiya. And as I know, the Prophet Sallallahu message, main message was the Qur'an. And how he used to convey the message through the prayer. Even in Makkah al-Mukarramah, whenever new revelation used to come, he's not going to you know, read from somewhere loudly. The way he used to do it, he used to come to the Kaaba and read the Qur'an in the prayer. So then the Quraysh around him, they will listen what he's reading. And then that becomes talk of, of Makkah al-Mukarramah. Every new revelation, he used to read that in the prayer. So the Prophet whenever reading something in the prayer, it means he wants to give a message. Why these two surahs were very important for him on Friday? Because on Friday, everybody comes from everywhere. So they learn from him what he wants to teach. These two surahs, they have got the message for the prayer, for the sabr, and then convey the message, tazkir for the people. But at the same time, in the next surah, more detail that if people don't remember, don't follow the the Prophet said as a reminder what the punishment is coming to them. So you can see the extent, both surahs are connected. And inshallah, some of those things I will explain uh, uh, later on. One thing really I wanted to explain more, I don't have time really, that importance of the salah, the prayer in this religion. That no doubt, we Muslims, we never, we never make effort really to understand how important to Allah is the prayer and how great is the gift of Allah as the prayer. You know, we people very often take the prayer as a burden or something difficulty and hardship. We don't understand the prayer is the most valuable, most valuable, most precious gift given by Allah to, to us. The prayer is not a problem, it's actually a solution of the problem. We people take that part of the problem, problem. it's not a problem, it's always a solution for that. why the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi whenever any serious, any matter used to happen to him, he used to take refuge to the prayer. When sun eclipse happening, prayer. Moon eclipse, Prayer. Rain, no rain comes, prayer. Anything happens, prayer. Any fear, any hope, anything good, anything bad, for every single thing, the Prophet used to take refuge to the prayer. So, you know, one needs really you know, to collect all those verses about the prayer in the Quran and to put them in right in order that, you know, the prayer in the time of Ibrahim, Musa, before that and after that, and what the connection, it really be very, very, very helpful. So, anyway, now we're coming to this second surah. This second surah is the extension of the, you know, Surah Al-Ala. In this surah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is explaining 
that what is the day? That day when it will come, when people are going to be rewarded and against which the Prophet Muhammad has been reminding, that day is not an easy day. And now you can see many, many Muslims, they learn so much about you know, fiqh in the Quran, about this aspect of the Quran, about economics in the Quran, about this thing in the Quran, about so many topics in the Quran. But people don't make effort to learn about warning in the Quran. The main message of the Quran is to warn the people against the day of judgment. That is something we are not doing research. We do research about everything in the Quran. Ahkamul Quran, Fiqh of the Quran, you know, Tasawuf in the Quran, everything in the Quran. But the Quran has come to warn the people about the, against the fire of hell, against the day of judgment. That is something we never make proper effort to understand. And that is the main topic of the Quran. The Quran keeps coming. It is book of the warning. The Prophet Muhammad one of his name is Warner. He came to warn the people, to alert the people. That actually must be emphasized again and again. And no doubt, as I mentioned earlier, that you know, this uh, uh, day of judgment, uh, really, you know, you know, I just tell you for myself, really, it is not easy day. In this world, whatever days you know, people know about the First World War, Second World War, or even people are talking about the third one, whatever you talk about, you know, the day of judgment is basically much, much more dangerous, much, much more frightening than anything that you can imagine on, on the face of the earth. Nothing can be compared to that. It is the day about which Allah said it is big news. Big, it is frightening. Sometimes he you know, mentioned those names, so no doubt it is very, very frightening. And that day, when people believe in that, then their heart is no more attached with this world. That, you know, Quran says, You prefer this dunya. Why people prefer this world? Because they see it, they believe in that. Quran wants to tell people to forget about this dunya, and focus on the day hereafter. That's why Quran keeps mentioning about the day of judgment. You know that day will come when this world will be destroyed. Maybe you don't like this, but it will happen. The mountains will fly, you know, uh, like, like cloud. All the palaces built by the people will finish. All the water and the sea, they become like fire. The time will come when everything will be gone. Think really, if we really believe in something like that, are we going to work for that? Are we going to help you? You know, it reminds me, I found a very nice, you know, uh, verse in Urdu language. You know, the birds, pigeon, and a few other birds, they are fighting. Each bird says the garden, you know, these birds are in the garden, where the flowers and roses, so these birds are there. And each bird is arguing to whom belongs this garden, whose is the garden. Each bird is saying, like in this world, you can see, like America is saying, you know, what belongs to us, and Russia is saying, what belongs to us. Every power wants to say, the world belongs to them. So, you know, the Kumari, you know, these birds, pigeon and other birds, they are fighting, are going to whom belongs the, the garden. So, what the poet says, Kal bata yeki watan kiska hai. Tomorrow, when the autumn will come, it will tell you whose is the garden. When the autumn will come, all the flowers are gone, all the roses are gone all the green things are gone, then you know who is the world. This actually is this, this truth matter. We are fighting that this land belongs to us. This is my home. This is my homeland. This is my country. But tomorrow when the day of the doom day will come, that day will come when everything is then you will know who's belong, who, who, who actually is the owner of this, this world. So it's a very nice reporting verse you know, for people who know Urdu language. 
So you can see the Urdu also can produce something very nice. And in the morning I have been discussing that poetry does not make anybody pious or anything. Poetry, no doubt, it only can explain, it can you know, move the, you know, the people and create a mood. But after that, nothing more than that. People need to think and understand. So this poetic verse, it can make you to think. The poet says, Kubuko kumri me hai jhagada ki chaman kiska hai, kal bata degi khiza eki watan kiska hai. These birds are fighting to whom belong the garden. Tomorrow when the autumn will come, then you will know whose is the land. There's no doubt really. That, you know, that's why Quran keeps telling you about that day. When that day will come, then everybody will know. So Quran is saying, Hal ataka hadithul ghashiyah. Has come to you the news of overwhelming day. You know, one thing I understand in the early surah of the Quran, whenever Quran addresses, address of the Quran is not directed to unbelievers. You keep saying, for example, in the previous surah you have seen when Quran says, but Quran never said that you people. Quran never makes direct address to unbelievers. Why? Because at the beginning of the da'wah, the Quran wants them not to think that, you know, not, not, not to make the warning directly to unbelievers. So they can be nearer to the da'wah. Because when you warn somebody directly very clearly, then either they will accept or they'll run away from you. They're never going to listen. The Quran always wants to make indirect. So in the beginning, every time I address it to the Prophet ﷺ, or sometime unbelievers are spoken as a third person, not directly, that all the time. Except in those cases, which basically not something to make them run away. So like for example, Quran says, Baltuna al Hayata Dunya. This one Quran makes directly. Why? Because this does not make them to run away from the Prophet. ﷺ. It only says that you people prefer this world. So there is something they don't mind and they don't deny, they actually say this thing. Like unbelievers in our time, if you tell the people that you prefer this world, nobody is going to run away from you and nobody minds because it is some simple fact which everybody knows. But when it comes about the fire of hell, that you are going to burn in the fire of hell, Quran never says that you are going to be burned in the fire of hell. What Quran says, rather than that, That's how Quran says. Similarly in this surah, you see beginning like the same, in the previous surah, address it to the Prophet. Similarly, in this surah, I address it to the Prophet, not to unbelievers. Then unbelievers will not throw the Prophet. And when it comes about, about the punishment, then Quran says, Illa man tawalla waqafar Quran does not say except you people who are going to be punished. Quran does not address them that actually how the ways. So whenever you war, when you go for a preaching, always think that these people, they are like the unbelievers in Makkah in the first stage. To never tell them that you are going to the fire of hell. Always explain to them that Quranic messages, that those people who understand, make effort and follow the Quran and worship Allah alone, they will go to paradise. And the people who don't not listen to the Quran, and then Quranic message that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala prepared fire of hell for them. They will ask that what you think about us. To tell them that, you know, we think that you will understand and think properly and, you know, read the Quran is there and get the message. But never make the warning directly, like a straightforward. It always should be made like a second or third person. This is how the Quran has done in the beginning of Revelation. Later on, Quran make, you know, direct contact as well. But in the beginning, the address always have been to unbelievers, you know, indirectly. Never, never direct. And this is really one thing people should, you know, study in, in the way of the Dawah of the Quran. Quranic Dawah is not to make people run away. Quranic Dawah is not to humiliate the people. Quranic Dawah is to make people to listen to you. You know, they believe in you. They come nearer to you to make Islam and religion beloved to the people. 
تو سیملرلی ہے قرآن ایڈریسنگ پرحر صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم حل کا حدیث الغاشیہ ہیز کم ٹو یو دا نیوز آف الغاشیہ غاشیہ مینس دیٹ آور وچ ول بی اوور ویلمنگ مینس وین اٹ کمس وٹ ول کور ایوری سنگل تھنگ وین ول کم ایکچولی دا پنشمنٹ ول بی انکلوڈنگ کنٹیننگ ایوری سنگل تھنگ وین اٹ ول کم اٹ ول بی فراٹنگ فار ایوری سنگل پرسن دیٹ آور از ناٹ گوئنگ ٹو کم جس نو فار پی فیو پیپل الغاشیہ اٹ ول کور ایوری باڈی اٹ ول بی اوور ویلمنگ دا آور ول کم اینڈ دین ایوری پارٹ آف دا یونیورس ول بی افیکٹڈ ان دس ورڈ وین ایور ڈفیکلٹی کمس اٹ کمس ان سم پارٹ آف دا ورلڈ لائک وین اینی ارتھ کوئی کمس اٹ کمس ان دا پارٹ آف دا ورلڈ اینڈ اونلی فار سم ٹائم دین گوز فار وائل وین ایور اے فلڈ کمس ان پارٹ آف دا ورلڈ اینڈ دین گوز وین ایور اینی پرابلم کمس اٹ ہیپنس ان اے پارٹ آف دا ورلڈ فار اے ٹمپرری ٹائم لائک واٹ ہیپنگ ناؤ ان مڈل ایسٹ ان ون ریجن اینڈ دین آفٹر دیٹ ول گو تو بٹ دیر از ٹائم دیر از آور وین دیٹ ول کم اٹ ول بی یو بیسکلی ایوری ویئر اٹ ول بی اوور ویلمنگ تو دیٹ قرآن سے الغاشیہ لائک قرآن سے ون آف دا سورہ و تغشا و جوہا ہو منار دا فائر ول کور دیر فیس قرآن سے فوق ہم غواش اور قرآن سے یوم یغشا ہم العذاب تو غاشیہ دا ورڈ غشا ہیز بین یوز مور دین ونس ان دا ریفرنس آف دا ڈے آف قیامہ بیکاز اٹ از گوئنگ ٹو کور دا پیپل اٹ کوئی ٹو انکل بیسکلی دا پرابلم آف دا قرآن از ناٹ لمیٹڈ دا پرابلم آف دا قیامہ از ناٹ لمیٹڈ دا پرابلم آف دا قیامہ اور ڈے ہیر آفٹر اور ڈے آف ججمنٹ اٹ بیسکلی سم تھنگ وچ از گوئنگ ٹو افیکٹ ایوری سنگل انڈیویجول اینڈ ایوری سنگل اسپیکٹ آف دا یونیورس ایوری تھنگ بی افیکٹڈ بائی دیٹ اینڈ آلسو وین دا قرآن سے ہر اتا کا ہائی کم ٹو یور نالج اٹ از ناٹ اے کوشچن اٹ از ناٹ دیٹ دا قرآن وانٹ ٹو آسک یو اینڈ آنسر دیز کوشچنس ان دا قرآن وین ایور دے کم دے اونلی کم ٹو ٹیل یو دیٹ ہاؤ امپورٹنٹ دا ہول نیوز از لائک قرآن سے امت سا علون تو وین ایور قرآن آسک یو باٹ دا ڈے آف ججمنٹ قرآن آسکنگ یو آنسر دا کوشچن دس ایکٹ ٹو ٹیل یو دیٹ ہاؤ سیویئر دا ہول پرابلم از سو قرآن سے حل کا حدیث الغاشیہ اینڈ دین وجوہ یوم دن خاشیہ سم فیس دیٹ ڈے ول بی ہیومیلیٹڈ ول بی لو will be downcast some faces will be downcast humiliated you know this really you know not quran the quranic way understand the quran answer the quran when that day will come it will come certainly but when it will come some faces just dark some faces full of the pain and problem some faces just in difficulty why quran say faces quran does not mean face quran means people some people but why face because face is you know the the part of the body which basically has been made to get the expression of inside when people become happy happiness can be known from their face when people are in the pain pain can be known from the face when people have trouble trouble can be known from the face so that's why the quran says wujuhun yawma idh people cannot hide you know sometimes people have small problem and strong people they make effort to control that people cannot know but when a problem becomes very severe you cannot hide you know if one of your cousin dies you are a strong person you can hide but if somebody's cousin died father dies mother dies son dies everybody dies all the people and he also got some problem he can't hide longer time will come when you can see from the face the day is going to come when the some faces they can't control they cannot control their expression 
expression will be on the, on the face. The wujuhun yawma'idhin khashi'a. Some faces will be humiliated. They will be humiliated, properly humiliated. In lower, they can't look properly. You know, you can see really, when people are, some people who have big respect and honor, and suddenly they are in a court in a corruption, or in, a, in a scandal, what they come. So humiliated, they want to hide their face. They don't want to, anybody to know them. You know, especially if somebody is very, very famous, and suddenly something happens, they want to hide themselves. You know, these people, they are Pharaoh of their time. They are Abu Jahl of their time. They are Abu Lahab of their time. They are the leaders of their community. And then the time will come, then these people, their face will gone. They have no respect, no honor. So Quran says, you know, it is not easy day. Some faces that day, they will be humiliated. They will be khashia. Like for example, in one of the verses of Quran says, Oh Prophet, if you see the day when the criminals will be lowering their head like that. They, are not, they can't look properly. They can't look straight face. They will be lowering their, their face. Quran also says, You will see these unbelievers they will be brought to the fire. They are not in fire, just brought near to the fire. And they know soon they are going to be thrown in the fire. What will be happen? When they are brought nearer to the fire, <coughs> they will be lowering their head, and they are humiliated. And what happened? And they will be looking from the corner of their eye. The destination. They will look into the fire because they don't dare. They are, they are, you know, they cannot have courage to look at the fire. So they're looking from the corner of their eye what this is. They pass by. This is really very, very frightening. Faces are, you know, lower. They can't dare to know their destination, but still they want to look. So they are looking from the corner of their eye. So that's what is going to happen. That they You see how Quran says some faces. You know, they're big, huge number. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the number, you know, these numbers, these people, they are few. There are some faces. And also, you know, Arabic language, Tarmeen comes to tell that, you know, how, you know, how, how, how this, how severe the matter is. The wujuhun yawmaidin khashia. Some faces, they will be humiliated. Then Quran says, aamilatun nasiba. Those faces, they will be laboring. In the, lab, in the laboring. Meaning is, in this world, they have been asked to work hard. To pray five times a day. To fast. So they say, how can we fast? Are we, we don't have enough to eat? Are we going to fast? When you ask them to pay zakat, they don't have time. When you ask them to do jihad, they don't have any time. They don't have any time for any action. The time will come, when they were laboring in the fire. In the fire, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make them to do things. In the fire, they will be working. And actually, some of those works have been, uh, uh, you know, Quran has mentioned, I don't quote, uh, maybe later on it comes. But, uh, you know, Hassan Basir Rahmanullah says here, Lam ta'amal lillahi fi dunya fa'a'amalaha fi nar. These faces, they did not do any work in, in this dunya for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah made them to do things in the fire. So in the fire, they'll be in you know, trouble. They're working hard. They'll be suffering and they'll be hardship. Yeah, actually, the Quran has said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put the you know, chains and, and, and salasil and aglal you know, in, 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 in their body, in their neck, and ask them to pull them and to, to take them. So heavy burden. The burning in the fire, and then, you know, 
and there will be their chains put in their, in, in their neck and in every part of the body, and they will put in, uh, use haboon, and they're pulling them to, in a full, full labor. I imagine really the people in the Farafel, and then you put a very, very huge chain in every part of the body, and then you command them within the fire to pull them. And to, you know, it's, not, it's not easy to imagine really. In this world, it's impossible to imagine. But in the Farafel, people will be commanded to move within the fire, burning fire, and having all those chains, you know, and, and all the irons, and, 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 and they put there. It's a very, very big humiliation and big difficulty. So that amilatun. And then Quran said, nasibatun, tired. They live in such trouble, such actually hardship. You cannot imagine any hardship. You know, in this world, whenever somebody in the prison, whatever hardship is there, it's not a big thing. But hardship that people will have in the fire of hell, with all the humiliation, and no, no rest, and no lightening of the, uh, 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 of the punishment. You know, they will be tired, they will be in, in, in laboring all the time. And then Quran says, Now Quran mentions why they will have this difficulty, why this is a problem. Because they will be burnt in a, they will be burnt in a burning fire. They will be thrown in the burning fire. Tasla naran hamia. They will be made to enter into a burning fire. So, you know, this all, you know, tiredness and, you know, and, and, and the worry that become very, very clear to them. Tuska min aynin aniya. Aniya means boiling. And then they will be made to drink, to take water from a boiling spring. You know, imagine how much thirsty the people will be in the fire. Whenever heat comes, you know, imagine, for example, not in this country, but if you are in the Middle East or if you are in India or if you are in African countries and there is no air conditioning and during that sun time, like, you know, midday, you know, in, in June or in, in May, if you are outside, you know, within half an hour, you feel so thirsty, you cannot imagine. And you like water. If one hour, two hours passes on, on, in the sun, you basically are so desperate for the water. And imagine if in this, you know, in this world, just basically, heat, you know, sun, heat of the sun, the sun is so far away, you know, so many miles away. But still people actually are like, you know, somebody has been thrown in a fire, which basically as hot like sun, or maybe more than that, somebody is there. How thirsty they will feel. And when they are thirsty, what will happen? Are they going to be offered water? No, in the, in the fire of hell, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make in different places many, many springs. Of, you know, they can see the water, but that water will be boiling. So when they drink it, it adds their punishment. Not going to satisfy them. It's not going to make them to quench their thirst. The people will feel thirsty and there will be a spring in the, in the fire. But those springs, they are not a spring like in this world. You can see there is, there is water. But when you go and they will drink because they are so desperate for water. But when they drink, this water is going to burn them more and more. They will be made to drink from a boiling spring. You know, these punishment nobody can imagine. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to give the punishment, but before that he warns the people. So, tusqa min ayanin aniya. Like, for example, you know, Quran also says, you know, in other surah, surah, in surah al-Qiyamah, ujuhun yawm aydin basira, tadhunnu an yuf'ala biha faqira. That day, you know, the, some faces, they'll be, you know, just ugly. They can't see anything. And then they know what is going to happen to them, it is going to break them. You know, there is no survival. is one of the plant, you know, in Arabia, which has many, many thorns. 
and with, with uh, you know uh, uh, you know in Makkah they have different names but anyway so it is thorny tree plant in Dariya and it has poison so even the camels animals they avoid it because they eat that it they will die Dariya so Arabs know this thing the Quran is saying to, because you know Quran actually using the human and the human language to describe the realities of that world and no doubt the realities of that world they are far far beyond this expression the Quran is borrowing the human word. So the only thing from the food that people know, which is has poison and nobody wants to eat it, Dariya. And some of the zakum and something else is coming. The Quran is using that word that these people, if they become you know, hungry, they have no food except from Dariya. And Dariya is that plant even the animals don't want to eat. No, no animal wants to eat because it is thorny, it is full of the poison. If they eat, they will die. That they know the service Quran says in another verse, La ta'am illa min ghislin. They have no food except ghislin. Ghislin means the blood and all the things that will come from the body, body of the people. They are going to drink that. That is the food. Sometimes Quran says, Shayratu zakum, zakum, thorny. So when people are thirsty, they are going to be made to drink from boiling spring, which can add their punishment more and more. When people are hungry, the only thing they have got in the farafel is the tree, a plant of dariyah or zakum, which is thorny and poison. It is going to make them more and more hungry. It is going to harm them more and, and add to their punishment more and more. And then Quran, you see how nice Quran, Quran, Quran makes it. No doubt, it is enough for you. But Quran wants to add the pain. So Quran is saying, لا يسمنوا ولا يغني من جوع. When people eat any food, there are two purposes for the food. One purpose is you know, nourishment, that you eat to you get energy. And the second one is you are hungry, so you want to fill something. You know, sometimes you could be, you are so hungry, you get a food which is not going to give any energy, but at least fills you. So people want to fill. So whenever people are hungry, they want to have food, and food can do two things. One is to give them energy, and second thing is food, food is going to fill, fill them. Quran says, but this food that they are going to eat, dariyah, even cannot fill them. La yusminu. It's not going to give them any energy and it is not going to benefit them against any hunger. Their hunger will remain the same. Their weakness will remain the same and punishment will keep being increased. It's not going to help them anyway. So this will be, uh, you know, one way, the punishment of the people, you know, who, are the, who actually have been mentioned in the, in the earlier verse, in the, in the last surah, unlucky people who avoid that reminder al-kubra. So now Quran made very clear what is the punishment of these unlucky people in the fire of hell. No food except from thorny plant. No drink except from boiling spring. And in this thing they are going to they make their pain worse and worse. But on the other hand there are people who are Quran says in the last surah Qad man tazakka. Those who did tazkiyah they are successful people. About them Quran says some faces that day will be radiant, shining. Some faces will be shining and they will be very soft, very nice, you know, handsome. They will be shining, they will be radiant, they will be handsome, attracted, attractive, they will be soft. That's what all the meaning of na'ima is. You cannot translate it because in Arabic language, na'ima means just imagine somebody is grown up. In the family of rich people. So rich people's children, they are handsome, and at the same time their skin is very soft, 
because they don't have any work and it is also because they are so happy of the wealth it is shining that all naima means to when the people are living in the in the wealth and in the prosperity their face becomes shining attractive and you know full of the favor and happiness to your wujuh yawm aid naima you know opposite of what actually before quran mentioned about those faces which are you know humble which have been made lower and now these faces which are radiant shining and you know and and in uh, 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 faces of the people who are you know uh, uh, enjoying the life there like in the quran has said in other surah ta'arif fi wujuhihim nadatan na'im when you see them you can see in their faces you know the freshness of of the favor of allah so when the people have got the freshness of the favor that how the faces become wujuhun yawm idin na'ima lisa'iha radiya and they look pleased for their effort what effort they have done in the dunya now they're pleased you know just think really that is like you know a student who works very very hard and then after that sits in the exam and the result comes and he get a you know same marks what he expected you know has been expecting how happy will be he will be think really all his effort that he did you know it was fruitful and he will forget all the effort imagine actually that's going to happen for the believers if the believers work hardly they do the prayer properly and they listen to their lord so time will come when allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make their fresh their faces fresh and they what will happen to them lisa'iha radiya and for their you know for their effort they will be so happy pleased they will know now allah subhanahu wa ta'ala going to you know to 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 reward them and then fi jannatin aliya they will be in a sublime in high garden in arab in among arab people no doubt you know in our every every, every every society will be same when the gardens are very high and it doing properly it is more respected because then it is not polluted and also it is beyond the reach of the you know many animals and many other things to so they like the so quran is saying fi jannatin aliya no doubt compared to the fire fire hell is low and paradise is high to so, you know fi jannatin aliya the people will be in high garden you know just imagine really what allah is going to give you you are in the neighborhood of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and in very high garden fi jannatin aliya la tasma'u fiha laghiya and people will not listen there any idle talk in this world you can see there abuse people abuse like you know in the, in the farafel what will happen in the farafel quran mentioned many many times the people of the farafel they will abuse each other they will accuse each other and they will be in basically cursing each other that you are the one who brought here fighting an argument like you can see if you go to a society of the lower caste people lower people all over you know people fighting and arguing and abusing and accusing and all those things you don't like that but if you come to the people who are noble to you know when they meet they ask assalamu alaikum they ask how are you you know every sentence they say it actually brings some more comfort to you so in the paradise people of the paradise you know they don't have any anything idle talk yeah so the quran says la tasma'u fiha laghi in 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 the fire of hell people will be accusing abusing very bad language against each other but in paradise it is high you know people high of quality you know they are prophets and messenger they no idle talk what they will say quran says la yasmauna fiha laghwan wala ta'thima illa qilan salaman salama in the paradise there no idle thing no sinful act except one thing from everywhere salam and salam and this will coming to say salam and you know and each one everybody when they meet salam and actually even allah subhanahu wa ta'ala salam qawlan min rabbir rahim even allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will send his salam to the people the people of paradise you know not only enjoying the life even the talk that will happen there it will increase their enjoyment and just will be there saying salam pious people will be saying salam messengers will be sending their salam and even the lord of the people he will be sending his salam 
to really completely different environment. The Quran said, For the people of fire, Quran said that these people they will have they have no nothing to drink except from boiling spring. But for the people of paradise, they will have in water from you know flowing nice spring. Those springs which are flowing, always clean and always pure, you know, adding to the, to the beauty of the garden, Ayunjaria. Fiha Sururum Marfua and the people who will be in, in, in those gardens, what will happen? Sururum Marfua, you know, those coaches which are raised, very, very, very high coaches on which they can sleep. And the, the, the rest, Akwabu Maudua, Akwabi Jama of Kub, like when you say in English, in a cup, to the same thing, Kub, Akwabu Maudua, and they will have cups which will be at the hand, at, at, at the hand, means you can take any time. Maudua means they are put there, you don't need to go anywhere. You don't need to ask anybody for the drink. Yeah, just put everywhere. You can keep, take the cup and drink when you like. Akwaw Maudu'a, so easy. Very, very near to you. So they are just put at, you know, set at your hand. Akwaw Maudu'a, wa namariqu masufa. And also there will be cushions, you know, put in the range. Nicely, you can you know, lean anywhere. You can rest anywhere. Wa zarabiyu mabthutha. And there will be carpets spread out everywhere. So wherever you want to rest, resting is there. Where you want to sit, you can sit there. Wherever you want to drink, you can drink there. You don't need to have any difficulty. You don't need to have any hardship. You know, anything people desire, it is there. You know, simple thing is what the Prophet has said. فِيهَا مَا لَا عَيْنُ الرَّأَتْ وَلَا أُوذُنُ سَمِعَتْ وَلَا خَطَرَ عَلَى قَلْبِ بَشَرْ In paradise will be things which no eye has seen and no ear has heard about it and no heart can imagine. It is beyond the imagination. Everything that we know in this world, nothing compared to paradise. So that Allah SWT is going to give you know, the, to the people of paradise. But Allah SWT, the way is always really, is so Rahman and so merciful, so Rahim. After making all the you know, warning against the people of fire, and after explaining all the favors that people of paradise will get, still he does not want people to go fire, to the fire. Still he wants them to come back. So now he explains to them again, why don't you think? understand properly you know don't you think use your mind properly why you want to be in the fire why you want to be thrown in the fire of hell you have got time you have got life listen to the prophet and think properly now quran is asking them asking them to think but when quran wants to make them to think quran does not want to them to think about the things which they don't know quran wants always to them to think about those things which are around them to think they understand and you know know the favor of your lord and then you know him and then after that you thank him and worship him. So now the Quran is reminding certain favors which every Arab Bedouin has got. They're not complicated. Every Arab Bedouin, every Arab man in Arabia, they could get these things. Camels, mountains, you know, the heaven and the earth. Everybody has got. Even the poorest person on the face of the earth, they can know. If you don't have camel, at least you can see the camel. You know, the earth you know, mountains you know, and the heaven you know. The sky, you know, the Quran asking, look about these things, which actually everybody can look. So now Quran is asking the, you know, these people to think and understand. And this really is very important. Allah, the way always is to understand him through his attributes. To understand him through his actions, what he has done. So when you see his creation, you know. Tell me, how do you know your mom, your mother? Through her love. How the children know? When the children are born, how they know their mother? Because the mother is the one who look after him. Mother is the one who gives the milk. Mother is the one who wake in the night for, for the child. They know nothing else. 
to all the favors they make the children uh, you know, connected to their mother. That what happens is, look at the favors of your Lord. Your favors of your Lord is much, much bigger than the favors of any father or any mother. So Allah wants to remind that. You know, think, this is actually how people understand. But the philosophers, when they look in this universe, even if they want to make an argument for Allah very wrongly, went very badly. That, you know, something, you know, I'm created by, you know, come from my father, my father comes from his father, and going back to Adam, and Adam comes from somewhere, so basically there must be the beginning. There must be first mover, you know, things like that. You know, if you look at the philosophy, the philosophy of the philosophers, even if they are Muslim, and they want to prove Allah they prove so badly, actually when they prove it becomes another philosophy. You know, that, you know, one of the, you know, Persian poets said, فلسفی سر حقیقت نتوانس کشود گشت رازے دیگر آن راز کی افشا می کر دا فلاسفر نیور کڈ ریویل در سیکرٹ آف در ریالیٹی دا فلاسفر نیور کڈ انڈسٹینڈ اور نیور کن ریویل دا سیکرٹ آف در ریالیٹی انو دا سیکرٹ در ریویل تو یو اٹی بیکیم ان ادر سیکرٹ تو در ہاو فلاسفی دے وین فلاسفر دیٹ وارٹ تو اسپلین تو یو سمتنگ their explanation becomes another philosophy, another secret. So never, never actually reveal anything. It basically becomes more and more complicated. But when Allah SWT wants to explain, for example, you know, to know your mother, do you need a philosophy? You just need a pure heart. That's all you need. To know your Lord, do you need philosophy? Can't you see him? Can't you see his love to you? Can't you see what he does for you? Can't you see that when you ask him how he helps you? Just think properly. People don't need a philosophy. But when you involve the philosophers, then whatever they said to you, it becomes more and more, you know, a puzzle. It never can solve any problem. We hope you enjoyed today's lecture and pray that it will be beneficial to you. Remember to tune in for the next one. For more insightful content in full HD quality on tafsir and other Islamic sciences such as hadith, fiqh, Arabic prose, grammar and morphology, as well as Islamic history, female scholarship and much, much more, subscribe to our unique streaming platform on www.deepdeen.tv that's d-e-e-p-d-e-e-n.tv don't forget to visit www.cambridgeislamiccollege.org and show your support please click on the donate button and give whatever you can our institution is dependent on the generosity of donors like yourselves